This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Scotty, you ready? Ooh, I am ready to just laugh and laugh and laugh, Curdy B. <laughs> Man almost loses penis after pubic hair cuts off circulation. <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh, let's get into a very close call situation on this very special episode of Portland Bananas. Kahan Amati made that song. Kahan. We might Guys, be the- gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to Alive Bananas in Portland at the Aladdin Theater. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Thank you for that's listening amazing. to the silliest little podcast I ever was. Sitting next to me is the pride of Neptune, New Jersey. The one and only... Curdy B, Kurt Brownholer. And sitting next to me is this son of Reisterstown, Maryland. Pretty close, pretty close. Please, well, <laughs> Reisterstown? Reisterstown, pretty good. What, Reisterstown? He had a T in there. He's got John a T Reister. in there? I never, every time you say it, I hear Reisterstown. We speak bad there. All right. We're not smart Ladies people. and gentlemen, Scotty Landers. Thank you. Oh, welcome to Bananas. Now, now, I did want to do one thing at the yes, top of the I love show. this idea. So you're a part of the show. Yeah. Not only are we going to get your confessions later, but, mm-hmm. you know, you want to hear your voice, right? Of course. When you, you listen to, to this a live podcast, you want to hear it. In three weeks, maybe, probably. Um, so we thought it'd be fun if on the count of three, so you can hear your own voice and your own name on the podcast, we want everybody here to yell your own name as loud as you can. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> Here's my question. Did anyone yell their full name? Yeah. There we go. You did right there. It's, do you have like a good full name? Does it like roll off the tongue? Is it like Mac Primo or something? Oh, Mac Primo. We know Mac Primo. Yeah, you have a good one? What is what? it? What? Melina, Melina Joyce Nutt? Wow. Wow. That is good. You weren't lying. I think. I think I'm in love with your name. I know. That's amazing. Melena Joyce Nutt. You want to say it. 
That I, is crazy. There are certain there are certain sounds when put together, your mouth just wants to do them. It's because it ends in that hard T consonant. It's that that it's is the powerful. Nut at the end. Melena Joyce. Melena nut. Joyce nut. I got I Melena mean, Joyce knows nuts Melena last Joyce night. Nut now. That was amazing. Scotty, I want you to tell them about. About the guy, the baggage oh, handler God. you saw today. Okay, on the so plane. yes, I will. So I, uh, we just flew in today from San Francisco. I was on a United flight. It was as good as it sounds. And <laughs> I look out the window and I'm watching the baggage handler. And this guy's got like wraparound Oakley blades, mm-hmm. shorts. Oh, yeah, he's got shorts it's on. He's got warm. a leg it's up on his out. like little golf cart thing that he drives. He looks a little bit like me. He's like super, super white like me. It's funny. This is this audience is probably sort of the right age, but he looked like Lane, the the former lead singer of Alice in Chains. He looked yes. like that guy. So if that guy actually didn't die of a heroin overdose, he <laughs> might be a baggage handler in San Francisco yeah. for United Airlines. And in the span of one or two minutes, I saw him go through ten huge emotional swings. <laughs> the bags were on the plane. So he's he's in the he's in the little car. Leg up. The Menzies, if you will. Do you guys yeah. leg up, just hanging out. He's got his ear things in, he's got sunglasses on, no backwards hat. Backwards, backwards hat. United hat, which is, you know, power move. They're yeah. not firing it. He's union. He's not getting fired. And I'm just, I'm the only person watching him. I can tell. I'm like, look at this SOB. And he goes, he, first he's like just sitting there and he just gets angry. Then he gets happy. He's like. <laughs> and then he like thinks about it for a minute. Like, and then a guy goes by and he like waves to him like, oh, hey. And then he's like. <laughs> this man had every emotion I don't feel. One of the reasons Kurt and I are such good friends is Kurt feels 100% of emotion. Sadness to happiness all the way. It's a beautiful thing to see in a friend. I'm right here all the time. You can probably tell if you listen to the podcast. This guy went through every emotion just sitting there thinking. Oh, I love that. He was a good guy. What was going on with his mind in that moment was, what you argument? know, it was just, oh, I, oh, mm-hmm. Oh, with then, mm-hmm. Shouldn't have. But I did. Uh, okay, uh, it's kind of uh, funny. <laughs> the sun's out. <laughs> it's just luggage after all. It's <laughs> a great theater. Did you guys know they ran Deep Throat for 14 years in a row at this theater? The we are the exact opposite of that experience. Deep throat. That's crazy. Absolutely. All right, what was the story? Somebody got his ding-dong chopped off? You want to hear it? I'd love to hear it. This was uh, sent in by none other than Erin Erdman. She's great. Banana boy number five. Uh, no way. She's here. You're what? kidding. What is she? Wow. Erin Erdman stand up. That is a Is surprise. it Erin Erdman from that Chicago? That is her. And we did not know. You didn't know. I didn't know. Did you know? I did not know. From pa- Chicago? Well, That's Illinois amazing. Champagne, the toast Illinois of the country. Champagne. Toast of the country. Well, Aaron, is, great to see you. I can't believe it. I mean, if I guess- you kill us, it was Aaron Erdman, Page Roasting Company, <laughs> Champagne, Illinois, the toast of the country. <laughs> this was uh, this was posted wow. uh, on the New York Post. I apologize. We don't we like hate taking him. from the New York Post. We but hate him. They often give him one the of best. these. <laughs> 
They both, but they often have the most comedic writing. Honestly, yes, they are pretty good. This is written by Ben Cost, who I've heard is <laughs> he's the best is, in the folks. business. He Man. is good. He is good. Man almost loses penis after pubic hair cuts off circulation. An Australian man. Surprise, surprise, surprise. surprise. The continent of Florida. <laughs> it is. They know it. Really it really is. They know it. They I have, know it. I have been. It is the continent of Florida. Yes. An Australian man nearly lost part of his penis after errant pubic hair ensnared the tip and cut off circulation like a grotesque garage. What? I mean, this is why you come to the New York Post. And bananas. You want grotesque garrot. Didn't know that was a thing. Wow. Uh, Quote, we describe an unusual case in an adult resulting in erosion of the urethra. Read a urology case report study detailing the poor soul's phallic asphyxiation. Mm -mm. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Best Mm -mm. in the biz. Really good. Ben Cost. He specifically suffered from hair tourniquet syndrome in which hair or thread becomes tightly tangled around the genitals, fingers, Not and great. other extreme extremities. I've never heard of this. Because you don't have a child. <laughs> Generally affecting children, the affliction can cut off blood flow, requiring patients to undergo surgery and even amputation. Don't yeah. want that. The 57-year-old Geelong native, who was reportedly uncircumcised, had reported to family doctor after suffering extreme pain. Wow. There was a group in the audience who just went to the word uncircumcised. Oh, no. No. Keep it clean. My My son is uncircumcised. I didn't know that. Yes. And I don't know, it's, it is like a, it isn't like a thing, I've heard many comics do a bit where the premise is like, why do you want your penis to look like your son's penis? Like, there's no reason for that. But I am right. circumcised, and it is weird. It is like, I'm always just like, I don't cool. know how to help you with this. <laughs> like, I thought I was pretty clear on having a penis, but I think I need to do some research for your benefit. They're both great. No matter what you got, they're both great. It's just great. different. I don't know what it's all about. So anyway, here's how it goes. More he, to tattoo. What? More, More to tattoo. That's what I always say. Nobody's ever said that before. I'm not a stand-up comedian. More to tattoo. Uncircumcised <laughs> ding-dong. Uh... Had report, he had reported to a family doctor after suffering extreme pain and swelling of his glands, the scientific term for the penis tip. Whew, I did not know that. Thank you. <laughs> I always thought it was a head, but Van I guess Steffers? it's a glands. Of course, they, of course, dudes would call it a head. Like, it's the thinking part. You got a helmet on it. Uh, the scientific term for the penis tip for two weeks. However, medics didn't notice the culprit as they didn't check under the hood. All right. Okay. Now that seems like a joke. But I believe that that is the proper term. There you go. Who knew? Yeah. Just like a clitoral hood, the penis head has a hood. Okay. We're getting right into it tonight, y'all. I took, I've never talked about this. I took a class. Okay. 
in college called like sexual. It was like sexual dysphoria. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway. Uh, And it was taught by one of the first guys who, one of the first surgeons who ever did. Really? uh, When a a child is born with. uh, Both. uh, With both, either both genitalia or you can't tell if it's uh, a a vulva or a penis. I don't know what it's called like, And it was very controversial. What? Intersex. Intersex. Uh, They're intersex. He, you know, he was very controversial, we Murderinos. later learned. This was in the 90s. Uh, but he was, Way like, different back then. Way different. They said uh, different stuff back then. And they can have it. Fuck them. <laughs> it's 2022. I think 1990s, 10 years ago. But the most interesting thing I took from this class, and this isn't funny, this is just interesting to me. Take notes. Is that all of the parts of the, uh, of the vulva and the vagina and the penis and the scrotum, what are they're we all, doing? They, they start off as the exact same thing. Oh, sure. They're the exact yeah, same thing. We're all the same. The, 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 the clitoris is the tip of the head of the penis. There you go. The scrotal sac is the labia. Boom. Uh, majora and menorah. This is great information. This is great information. They're all like the balcony cellularly. That's how they all start the same. Just they grew different. All right, here we go. I'm glad that came back to you. Oh my god, I love it. Here it is. After steroids failed to alleviate, alleviate his agony, the patient was referred to the Geelong's University Hospital. There, an examination of the foreskin revealed the source of his pain to be a complex hair tourniquet of short, matted hairs. Wow. That had horrifyingly encircled the area beneath the glands like a miniature choker. Kind of hot. the study. Kind of hot. That was written in the study. Are chokers back? Chokers aren't in right now. What? But they're coming back. Chokers are back. Low-rise jeans are back. That's weird. Sorry. Oh. (laughs) This crowd has a lot of takes. A lot of different opinions in Portland. A lot of opinions. Be who you want to be. Uh, Doctors speculated the pubic hair collected under the foreskin, and after significant accumulation in time, the single strands matted together, forming a tight ring. In fact, the tallywhacker tourniquet... Pretty good. Pretty good. Honestly. I don't even know. Is that a proper term or is he being snar- like sassy? Yeah. All of the above? All right. What is it? What's a tallywhacker? Tallywhacker's a ding dong. Oh, is it? Yeah. Tallywhacker's a, a great. Tallywhacker? Great. Great term. I have never. That is amazing. You're kidding. I've never heard that term. Great term. We can all agree that's a great term. Oh, my God. Of course, we're going to find out that it is, has horrible yeah. origins. There's going to be, it was like in the 1760s, when you tallied <laughs> your vote, there were guys who would hit you with a stick and it looked like a dick. And then you're, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, God. The banana boys are done. Here it is. We're done. We're over. In fact, the tallywhacker <laughs> tourniquet was so constricting that it had compressed the member down to one centimeter in diameter. Some say that's enough. Pretty good. Some say it's enough. Oh, I got a story. You just reminded me of one. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. It's just that he didn't wash his ding-dong enough. That's the end of the story. Womp, yeah. Womp, womp, womp. He didn't wash his ding-dong enough. That's sad. Hey, you got to wash so, your ding-dong more. Tallywhacker. I, so the reason I, I am very familiar with this 
Also, every time, it's funny, I see a banana here, I see a banana, it's so funny, pop it up. Yeah. <laughs> you were being polite for the people behind you, I understand that. Dudes, they don't care, they're like, I love nope, that. So guess Scotty what, just said, it's pop about it me up. tonight. And someone in the audience pulled it up, and then, like a ferret getting into a hole, just shook her head, and then it like popped into place. As you were saying, Kurt. Yes, I. So this was maybe my son was I don't know, like six months old, and there's no maybe a year old, but it was like during the Great Quar. It's lockdown. You guys remember that? And. And he's just really upset, and we don't know what's going on. Oh, he's just upset but. and upset and upset. And I'm changing his diaper, and then I look, and you. And the thing is, it's so crazy. It was around his penis, but what it looks like mm-hmm. is you cannot, you can't see the hair. The hair is so thin; it's like this, just like thin baby hair. Oh, uh, and it was from his head that then somehow like fell off and fell down his no pants. No way. And then he just, like, moves around when he sleeps and just, like, tied it around his penis. This is a Pixar movie waiting to happen. Yeah, it is. Hair of the dong. (laughs) And it was so confusing. Because you're looking at it, and it's like, there's something there. There's something there. But you can't see what it is. No, sir. And I'm like, and to me in my mind, the only thing I could think of was, like, this is, I've always imagined since okay. I've been like 10 years old. Okay. Uh, like when, because when I was 10, someone told me like, if you don't cut the six pack rings, it goes around a dolphin's nose and yeah. they can't breathe. Yeah. And they die. And I was just like, every day, cutting six pack yeah. rings. Even Mountain Dews that weren't yours. Yeah. Just get <laughs> in there. Get in there. Cut stuff. And I was just like, it's like there's a tiny six pack ring. Around my son's penis. Uh, and we had to go to the emergency room. And they just get there. And when we, as we're checking, it is so common. As we're checking in, uh-huh. the, uh, we're like, there's something around his penis. And we have no idea what's going on. And she's like, it's probably hair. And we're like, what? <laughs> and then we got there, and it was just totally hair. The guy was just like, yeah, yeah, here we, here's how we end. Yeah. And it's yeah. gone. We're going to Fantastic <laughs> Sam's. We're going to get him a buzz cut. Be $12 with tips. It was $12,000 for the visit. It was very fun. So when we were saying that, okay, so when I was when I was 20, I started having panic disorder, and I didn't know what it was. And I, I grew up, and I felt like I was Ferris Bueller. I, like, everything fell my way. Things were going great. I was, it was very fortunate. Uh-huh. It was fun. And then all of a sudden, I would throw up every hour. I would just every go, hour? Oh, it was insane. It was crazy. And I didn't know what it was. And nobody ever even talked to me about anxiety or panic yeah, or anything. Because boys are just like, shut up, keep walking. You're like, absolutely, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and so and was, especially in the 80s or early 90s, there yeah, was so, no like, I've never heard the word anxiety or panic until I was no! in my 30s, I think. I didn't figure out what was wrong with me until I was watching Sopranos. And they're like, you're having panic attacks. Whoa. And I Googled panic attacks. I was like, oh, that's why I like, go out of class. I'm like, got to pee again, throw up, come back. And I'm like, anyways, communication to me. Wow. True. So I, uh, I was living in Pensacola, and I, I just, <laughs> oh, no way. Uh, <laughs> there, there's some 
there's banana themed bars down there. Maybe we should play um, Banana Bobs. Maybe banana we should go Bobs? do that. Yeah. All right. So I I was getting sick. I was getting nervous, and I would I would throw up. I would, I'd never thought I was going to die. I didn't think I was having a heart attack. I would just be like hanging out, totally normal, and then be like, oh, I guess I'm going to barf right now. And so my friend was like, you need to go home. You need your mom to a 20 year old. And I to was a like, 20 year old. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. So. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Where were you? Where were Pensacola. you? Pensacola. I was Pensacola Beach. Oh. And then I went to, I drove to Maryland 16 hours straight because wow. I was like, this is going bad. Uh-huh. So I get there and I'm like, here's what's going on. And my parents are like, you? They were like, seriously, you? And I was like, yes, this is happening. Wow. And they were like, you do look kind of skinny. I'm like, I know. And so I found, so I sat in the basement, I watched movies, and I drank weight gainer to put weight back on. And I promise this is going to get funny at the end of the story. Oh, I like this. What's weight gainer? Well, like, well, like uh, when you're like working out a lot, you can take like protein whey oh, and stuff yeah, that has like yeah, tons yeah. of calories. Yeah, but yeah, I was yeah. like, I need to get up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I got to go back to the fall semester at UMass, and everybody thinks I'm from Alabama for some reason. It's fine. <laughs> so what I found this is so strange, but what I found was. Uh, I'm not a golfer. You're not a golfer. Not we're at all. not golfers. If you couldn't tell by what we're wearing, they don't like us. Too much land for too small a ball. But I would <laughs> absolutely be way, way more fun to do other things on. I think that's a paraphrase of a George Carlin joke, I'll be honest. But that's fine. Um, but I found when I was playing golf, I, would, I was thinking about something else, and I was focusing, and then I was out in the middle of the nowhere, so if I threw up on a golf course, everybody's like, we don't care. Like, who cares? Like, play through. So my parents were like, well, do you want to go play golf? And I was like, sure. Uh-huh. And so I hit this. We're going up to a hole, and I'm walking there in a cart because I'm like, I just need to be on my own. It's weird. And they're like, it's fine. So my parents are like, oh, I don't know, 50 yards away from me, and I hit a ball, and it goes so far over the green, like crazy horrible shot as if, and my dad's like, what did you hit? And I was like, seven iron. I was like, I guess I just gave it too much power. I didn't realize how far it was. And my mother in the golf cart, driving the golf cart goes, yes, Scotty, we've been telling you this is six inches your whole life. Then hits the gas pedal and speeds away. (laughs) (laughs) Just dunked on me so bad. Six inches? It was the best joke I've ever been told in my entire life to this day. And then the way she hit the gas, my dad's head like did that like. <laughs> so I'm like at my most vulnerable. My mom's being like, you suck. And then my dad's like, see ya. <laughs> best day of my life. Oh, man. She knows how to deliver a goddamn joke, huh? Dude, I, I had forgotten until you were talking about this. I love that so much. That is a true story. Uh, she <laughs> rocks. You want to hear one, Curdy B? All right, give me a story, buddy. This was sent in by Split Trends. Split Trends. Are you here? Nope. Okay, thank you, Split Trends. <laughs> uh, this is from DGMag.com. DDMag? DJ. DJ Mag. I said it wrong the first time. All right. DJMag.com, which is oh, a magazine man, for DJs. Oh, this is a magazine for disc jockeys? It is... Mmm, Disc Jockey Magazine. How many times a day are you reading DJMag.com? How many times a day? When am I not reading Disc Jockey Magazine? Thank you. It's shocking. It's on his laptop right right now. now. I have a Google thing that whenever I Google anything, it gives me results from Disc Jockey Magazine first. It's that I want to see what they think. They're good at stuff. What do DJs do? Is it an iPod shuffle? We'll talk about it after the show. After the show. 
Um, written by someone who is very good at typing words for DJs, Marissa Seton, who is quite easily the... All right. It's funny that you guys yell your names louder than Best in the Biz. <laughs> of course. I would too. But also, when was the last time you yelled your own name? It's super weird. Scotty! Hey! Oh, it's so weird. All right. Man attempts to snorkel into Ultra Music Festival, gets VIP ticket. <laughs> he attempts to snorkel into a music festival? And he did it. A fan tried to skip the ticket queues at Miami's Ultra Music Festival by snorkeling into the venue. (laughs) So good. Lead the way. Tip of the spear. Jack Davidson shared his underwater adventures where he and presumably a friend who filmed it from the shore documented his swim around Bayfront Park. On the way, he was almost caught near the docks as he was spotted by someone And in his video, he notes that police and security boats were posted up around the venue. His snorkeling scheme was eventually thwarted by um, the Coast Guard. (laughs) (laughs) And he was taken to shore. In a surprising turn of events, instead of banning Davidson from the festival, security thought his plan was so funny that they rewarded him with a VIP wristband. A three-day VIP ticket starts at $1,000. Oh, my God. Who was playing at this festival, does it say? It does Just a series of DJs. It doesn't. Okay. I can't I love this. I, lo- who, I, I hope he did... I hope whoever wrote this did it the on-the-ground reporting. Marissa Seton? Yeah. She is that She good. was there. She, she was, was there. there. She was in the water. She was in a little <laughs> tank. She was in a little scuba outfit. Can I get was, a quote? Can I get a quote? So the trickster made his way into the festival, still clad in his wetsuit and snorkel, flippers in hand... <laughs> And partied with the 165,000 people in attendance. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's amazing. It is amazing. Also, I do, still don't understand what the venue is that you could snorkel into it. Like, it's is Bayfront there a section park. of it? It's what? a park. It's a park. So oh, think okay. of Randall's Island in New York. Like, you could, you could swim up to it. Right, right, right. Because they don't have, like, a gate around the area that goes to the water. Right. right. Tough to okay. do at Coachella. Also, I'm sure somebody tried to snorkel up to Coachella. Tough time. Not fun. Um, <laughs> Davidson's clip ends with a, him full on snorkeling and gear. And he says, funny thing is, once I was there, nobody questioned the outfit at all, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's a good look. <laughs> I because mentioned Coachella. I've been to Coachella once in my entire pretty life. cool. <laughs> I'm a pretty cool guy. Pretty cool. Uh, and it was it was age inappropriate <laughs> at the time that I went. I was like in my thirties, and yeah, that's true. But it was for my friend's bachelor party. He loves music, and a bunch of his favorite bands were playing. And, um, and I, I was like, oh, he's from Jersey, so he flew out and with his, his buddies, and I came out. I brought all the drugs for them. Yep. And, yep. and we took mushrooms, and we're watching. We watched Future Islands, and then we watched The Pixies. And the, it, was like, it had gotten dark while we were watching The Pixies. Yep. And I was like, just peeking, and it was hot. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I, when I take mushrooms, I sweat. Like like a faucet has been installed under my hair, yes. and someone turned it on just full blast, like it's just full water coming down. 
and I look crazy, and I'm just like, the pixies are like blowing my mind. I'm like so happy. And I'm just like, ah! And then at this point, yes. like this height That's of, it. of drugs, uh-huh. somebody taps me on my shoulder, and I turn around. Oh, boy. And it is a, it is, it is a man and his daughter. Okay. And his daughter is around 10 years old. Pretty young. And she, he's like, she loves Bunk, which is a TV, TV show, show I hosted. Uh, which is like a, a game show. And she's, he's like, can she have a picture? And I was like, yes! <laughs> it was a great and show. Felt, and then I was like, I'm dripping sweat onto this 10-year-old girl. And the, I'm... I, Whoever, if this person exists out there, maybe they listen to Bananas. They, pr- I, they have to. I need to see that photo. Yes, send us the photo. We because need the photo. Because it's me, like, the highest I've ever been. High Just as a like, kite. Uh, hi, I have a family-friendly show on IFC. <laughs> that is so funny. Because when Kurt's in the music festivals, he gets into it. I do. I love music. I do yes, love music. you do. I went to, you said bachelor party, right? Mm-hmm. I went to a bachelor party. I've been to two bachelor parties in Portland, which is kind of a weird place to do bachelor parties, really. Mm-hmm. I know you guys have a tons of like strip clubs or gentlemen's clubs or whatever, but the guys I went with were not those dudes. The first one, the marriage was called off, but we all went anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you had already planned the bachelor the party. The bachelor party was already planned. I love that. The, the bride-to-be was like, got cold feet so we were like oh we're going that one pretty good yeah nothing to lose (laughs) you just (laughs) go for it and the next one I came out here and so I was on a job at the time but everybody else flew in from the east coast and they got in on Thursday so I had to work until sometime on Friday Mm -hmm. but also have have, excuse me have any of you ever been to a wedding where you're like well this is the last time I'm going to see these people (laughs) yeah Maybe, sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was one of those. So I was probably the last dude invited. I didn't need to be at the bachelor party. I think it was just very much like, hey, well, he lives close to Portland. Let's, he'll, he'll come, and I will. And so I showed up, and they had, had a huge Airbnb just outside of the city, and nobody left me a key or a security code or anything. So I, I climbed the lattice and went through a window and wow. got in. Yeah, you know. I'm, like, yes, you, you know. You climbed the lattice like in an 80s teen sex comedy. Yeah. And, and like in a <laughs> sex comedy, nobody in there, just beers and cigarettes. And so I was like, oh, I'll make some coffee. I'll hang out. It'll be funny when they come back in. I'll have a funny movie on or whatever. No. So I was like, where are you guys? No answer. Where what? are you guys? No answer. You're texting a group text. Six people. Oh, my God. No answer. So I'm just in a house. And also at that point, sometimes you go, is this the right house? (laughs) Did I just break into a house? (laughs) Which I've done. I think I talked around the pod. I think I stayed at Airbnb. That was not an Airbnb once. It's fine. (laughs) I don't think you've talked about that on the pod. Well, I wrote a movie about it, and it should be out soon. And Yeah. Oh, maybe I haven't. No, you haven't. All right. right. Another time. We'll wait for another guest. Um, So I'm in this giant house. Super cool. And then finally, my one buddy. Thanks. That's cool. Uh, here we are. Here we go. It's a different tone for here this we are. story. It's us. We're white. Did you guys know that? <laughs> Could you tell from the pod? Yes. Um, 
So I was like, where are you? And my one buddy goes, hey, we're whitewater rafting in the Clackamas River. Clackamas? Is that it? Clackamas? I'm like, all right. Yeah. So he's like, we're in the Clackamas River. <laughs> and I'm like, how far away? He's like, we're going to be like three more hours. So I'm like, cool. I'm just going to sit in this weird ass house by myself. So I went and bought groceries for everybody because there was literally beer and cigarettes and whiskey. That was it. They had no coffee. They had nothing. They had no snacks. I was like, okay, these are men in their 30s. It's horrifying. <laughs> so I get back, and, and I was so glad I wasn't on that whitewater rafting trip because when we get back, and this dude, Chris, that I didn't know, but he was like the party friend, was like, they were like, Chris got food poisoning last night. No. They were like, we kept having to take the raft over to the side because he was shitting, like, so much. And I'm like, this, yes. And I think that the Clackamas River is a pretty good whitewater rafting river. This is what they did. If I'm lying, strike me down. He, they, they were like, you're, you're making us pull over so much that he took off his sh- bathing suit and hung onto the back of the raft and this, they dragged him down the river. That's the way just- to do it. That's the way to do it. <laughs> and so they're telling me this like it's totally normal. They're like, he just held onto the back and we would like hold his arms so his hands wouldn't get tired and he, we just dragged him down the whitewater rapids with no shorts on. Which is the funniest visual of all time. And so I'm like, are they doing a bit right now? And I turned to this dude, Chris, who I'd never met before. And I was like, seriously? He goes, dude, it was awesome. (laughs) Just dragging and shitting all the way down the old Clackamas River. Half an hour outside of Portland, USA. But boy, was I glad I wasn't on that one. Holy smokes. Oh, was there like a, was there, I find in bachelor parties, there's always one man who is the problem. And was there, there always is, it's the craziest thing. Yeah, one will walk away, they'll just disappear. Or or they'll either just disappear, or they'll just be the one where everyone's just like, everything he says is fucking awful. Yeah. Every time he opens his mouth, he's a fucking bummer, and we hate him. Yes. I went on one, which was, and it was the, it was the sister, like it was, it was the sister of the bride's boyfriend. Sister of the bride's boyfriend. On the fucking bachelor party. It's like, you don't need to be there, buddy. You don't need to be there. And he was awful. He was like a finance bro who Mm. was just like the whole time Finance, corporations, boo. (laughs) Digital downloads, boo. Mergers, acquisitions, boo. You know what I think it's time for? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, this would be like a break. This would yeah, be a, a commercial little, break. Oh yeah, this would be a commercial break. We'll take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If you're skeptical, then maybe check the facts, but you better believe it, cause it ain't fake news. If you're skeptical, then maybe check the facts, nothing's stranger than the truth. 
You guys are awesome. Awesome. Portland. We will be back so many times. This I think you perfect. just I think you just beat Tacoma. I think you uh, just beat Tacoma. Yeah, you did. You did. They were cool, but so here we play favorites. Are we doing? We're doing longest banana first. We should do longest banana. Let me do a couple shout outs. All right, because I got a bunch. Uh, Divine Julie C wants to shout out Olivia. I don't know if you're here, but Julie C shouting out Olivia. That's Olivia's a beautiful name. Uh, a very happy birthday to Kathy Gibbons from Randy. Ha- Congratulations on being born, Kathy. Kathy, come up to the stage. We got a little gift for you. This is Belinda Blinked. If you guys have ever listened to the podcast, my dad wrote a porno. This is the porno the dad wrote. There it is. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, Tacoma also. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kathy. I think there's a shout out also for Kayla. Is Kayla here? Kayla. There There she is. Good hat. Did you ask for a shout-out for her, sir? There it is! There we go. We, we Doing pay that attention. from memory, guys, because I forgot my phone. Um, happy birthday to Ellen. Ellen, mm. are you here? Because Ellen came up from San Jose, which is crazy far to come for this show. I uh, thought Ellen was going to win Longest Banana, but then their Aaron Erdman show. I know. No we got that. Mara said, uh, happy birthday, Ellen. I came all the way up to hang up San Jose. That's very nice. This is just a general but necessary shout-out for Eleonora. A belated birthday to her mom, Liz. Her Aunt Elle is here. Is Elle here? Oh, that's you? Wait. Well, you're too young for this. We can't hand you this. How old is Eleonora? Eleven. I am so sorry about everything I've said tonight. Come take this medium medium is in the the biz. Bananimal of the week right there, folks. Bananimal of the week. Also, Eleonora called the banana phone when when (laughs) you were nine years old, right? (laughs) The banana phone ended exactly when it should have ended. It got strange at some point. It got really intense. I had it for one week, and I was like, Scotty must be losing his fucking mind. 40-plus calls a day. And finally, (laughs) Curdy B, in 2020, I told a story. Uh Uh-huh. On the pod mm-hmm. about riding bikes to a penny candy store, mm-hmm. and then one of my buddies uh, bought a few yoo-hoos. Oh, I remember this story. And, and he puked his yoo-hoo. Yeah, while we were riding, he said, "I think I drank a little too much yoo-hoo," and then barfed yoo-hoo. <laughs> John, are you here? Yeah. <laughs> Did you drink a little too much yoo-hoo, John? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was like Stranger Things, but so much better. It was just like, this is awesome. Our future's in. <laughs> Anyways, thanks, John. Reisterstown, 21136 in the house. Well, I think we all learned something today that Reisterstown has a T. Reisterstown has a T. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> I'm the only one who thought it was Reiserstown. All right. It, I thought it was R-E-I-S-E-S-E-R. It really you know? doesn't matter. Nobody right. ever goes there. <laughs> I thought the town was 150,000 people. I Googled it, 24,000 people. <laughs> That's where I'm from. I'm a small town. 
I am John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> um, and then Longest Banana. Yeah. All right. It is time for Longest Banana. Who now, is, who can beat Chicago? What? Where? Vermont? Vermont so far. For the show? Tulsa's far too. What? No, we know, love know, New England. We love Vermont. I like Vermont. We hate New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. Oh, wait. I will shit in general upon New England. I will, and I'll continue to do it. I hate, I'll apologize to you, but I will continue to shit on New England in general. Okay. But most of the shitting will occur on New Hampshire. Vermont. Where are you from? Washington, D.C. That's pretty close to Vermont. Those now, wait. Are... So here's the thing. We always have to specify... This isn't just where you're from, like where you grew up, and that now you come? live in Portland, or you just happen to be in Portland. This is if you came for the show specifically. <laughs> Kentucky? Yeah, baby. Okay. I think... I think we have multiple longest bananas. I know. We had three buttons we could do. We could sign those headshots. Yeah. Okay. Let's do D.C., Vermont... What? What it? Alchemy? <laughs> alchemy! It's real. We can turn stones into gold. <laughs> That's like a Portland thing. I bet there's somebody in Portland. Yeah, like of I course. can do it. I'm, I we're got working it. on the alchemical arts. Yeah, alchemy. Uh, what are you saying? What? Brazil. Brazil. If you really came from Brazil, we owe you money. Yeah, we we're gonna Venmo you twenty five dollars. We really do. We're sorry. Brazil's dope. That's so cool. Okay. I just don't know how to believe anyone. <laughs> we're gonna sign all three of these headshots. Fuck New Hampshire, <laughs> DC, Vermont. Man, this is backfiring in a huge way. We've, we've never, never, we've had, never had longest we've banana backfire like had this. this. It's really falling apart. Okay. All right, DC, get down here. DC, Kentucky, you're... get down here. Oh wait, Vermont's farther away. Fuck. <laughs> Vermont, get down here, just to show that we don't hate all of New England. <laughs> You get a fuck new hamp. What's your name? Hey, Angela. Angela, give it up for Angela, everybody. Thank you. We're calling it new hamp. I don't have the time. <laughs> new hamp. What's your name? DC. Grace, give it up for Grace, everybody. It's so funny that I'm handing out headshots. Yeah, nobody wants these. No, nobody also, wants like these. right this in the so funny. paper shredder. <laughs> Now, this one just says New Hampshire. <laughs> you forgot the fuck. Yep. The great one. Get into it, Scotty. You the, go first. You want me to go? Yeah. I did this one specifically for you. Yes. Uh, Katrina Frang sent Wait, this in? time out. Oh. We haven't done Bananas Confessions. Oh, shit. She's going. <laughs> I, I, mean, I love that. Get Go get him. Attitude. I mean, we didn't a even ask, and a woman ran out of here. With Either both her, arms. Her confession's so dirty, out. she's like, I'm out. She's like, <laughs> tip big tonight, guys. We always say this at our shows, and all the staff is always like, your fans are the best. Right? Yes. 100%. They really do. So tip huge. If you have a job, tip huge. If you don't, come on. 
Yeah. You know, fifteen percent or whatever. The one first one I opened. First one I opened. I love you, Scotty. There we go. You can do better. I dreamt about getting a banana tattoo three days ago. I'll get it if you pay for it. Who is this? I'll do it. I'll pay for it. What? Done. Pay for a tattoo? Done. What's your name? Oh, yeah. Do you follow us on Instagram? Okay. Oh. Well, uh-oh. So you just... Uh-oh. You're, you're thinking about getting a general... Do you listen to the podcast? You're, you're getting a general okay. banana. Okay, we're going to... Yeah. It feels right. like a general banana tattoo. I'll not still a pay for it. We got tattoo. you. Yeah, DM me. We'll do it. It has to say Bananas Podcast with Curtin Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> and this is enough. Can you get that enough? There, was a, re- there was a really creepy guy trying to get my attention at the gym, so I, <laughs> so I slowly peed in the jacuzzi. Ooh, a nice slow slowly release. Slowly is underlined. I have no idea how you slowly pee, and I don't know why it makes it worse. I know it's gross, but so was he. XOXO. You're absolved. You're absolved. I shit my pants on the school bus. Uh, It stunk up the entire bus, but I blamed it on the kid next to me. He never lived it down. You know what? You're absolved. He should have had a good excuse. He should have pulled down his shorts and been like, it wasn't me. I skipped my best friend of 20 years engagement to watch the Banana Boys tonight. Nice. Who cares? Wow. Who cares? Uh, I bought a banana suit. I brought a banana suit with me, but I'm too scared to wear it. These are your people. These are your people. Oh, you did do it. Oh, you roll. You did? Oh, You're that's an artist, great. though, right? You're an artist or something? Yeah, yeah, so you're, you belong in that. Where I mean, that look, you're, you're sitting next to Milena Joyce. Nuts! So Nuts. you're probably pretty, pretty good. So I'm hanging out, you know, drinking, getting Milena Joyce nuts. <laughs> <laughs> to embarrass my daughter tonight. Happy 30th to a wonderful daughter, Amelia. This person signed this, but I'm not going to say their name. Because anonymous is better. I currently have a raging yeast and sinus infection, <laughs> but nothing would keep me from coming tonight. Bananas XOXO, not saying your name, you freak. Also, who cares? They happen. I was, real. A, I was a naive fifth grader when I went through the D.A.R.E. program. I took the term smoking grass, literally went home, rolled up some lawn into a piece of <laughs> notebook paper and smoked it. I didn't get the appeal. So... I could have started a cult at one point in my life. You could have what? Started, started a cult. cult. Okay. I'm no Keith Raniere. Don't get me wrong. I don't part my hair down the middle. I don't play volleyball. But in third grade, I convinced people, remember the big packs of Crayola crayons, the si- like the 64s, the 128s, where you could sharpen them on the back? I convinced like four or five people that if you took the shredding, the, the part of the crayons and sp- Put it on your head. You could run faster. And the way I proved this was I would let them beat me in a foot race. Then I would put it on my head and they just smoke them. And I had like four or five people doing it until this girl, Emmy Hannon, an old friend of mine, was like, my brother told me that's not real. And I was like, yeah, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> Got her. Hey, Emmy. This is amazing. Here it is. I had a coworker who was horrible to everyone. 
One day after shift, I shit in his shoe. (laughs) He never mentioned it, but was nice to everyone after that. I don't even understand why his shoes were off. Did you work at a bounce house? I mean, hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, here's a goodie. One time I fucked a dude who was 72. I was a young lesbian. <laughs> That's a great one. Also, good for you. See what's out there. Experiment. You got to kiss a lot of frogs before you find a princess. <laughs> Absolutely fucking old dude and then be an old lesbian. That's how you live. Shit, I wish I was a young lesbian. Are you kidding me? Jesus, what a fun ride. Here's a here's you're one absolved. here's uh, you're absolved. here's one. I made out with my sister's husband. <gasps> you are absolved. Yeah, who cares? He sucks. I mean, who cares? Guys, uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, this is uh, this is the most readable number of yeah, confessions we've ever had. Yeah, usually they're a nightmare. Usually it's like nope, 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 nope. This is like almost every one. So we, I don't even know if we're going to get be able to get to all Let's of them. Let's do a couple more. Here you go. This this one is so good, but I, I just remembered there's an 11 year old in the oh. audience. All right, I'll censor it. Earmuffs. Earmuffs. Earmuffs Earmuffs to the listeners at home. (laughs) Who are like, this show is insane. People listening to this in Australia and Hawaii, they're like, what happened in Portland? Here's my censored version. I biblically knew two people in the same day. That's fine. The first one... It's exciting. The first one um, diddled his doodle in me, and I forgot to tell the next one, and he definitely uh, went to lunch there. Sure. (laughs) Some people pay extra for that. No problem. Life is beautiful. And then at the end, she says, oops. (laughs) Here, I got one more, because it does remind me of a story. Last one. This is... Fuck California? I mean, we do live in California, but okay. Well, yeah, we're not from there. We won't die there. Yeah, we won't die there. No, we're going to come here because there's water here. Yeah. We're going to move to Yahats. I'll be in Yahats. <laughs> yeah! With the mayor who walks his goose down the street. Really? Yeah, we talked about it on the pod way long time ago, but remember I was like, there's a guy walking yeah, yeah, yeah. goose? They're like, that's the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> One time, I was kissing my boyfriend and sitting on his lap, and I farted on him. Now he's my fiance and he's here with me tonight. I love you, Nick. Yay! And I was, I, that's beautiful, honestly. That's beautiful. Uh, I won't go into graphic detail, but one time I was uh, mm-hmm. having um, sexual intercourse with, some, called with somebody. called knowing someone biblically? Yep. I kn- one time I was knowing somebody biblically. Um, Why is it Biblically? What part of the Bible is all about fucking? Yeah. Ezra and the dragon. All of it. The Old Testament. It's New just, Testament's kind of boring. God fucking over humanity. And I accidentally kissed my own arm. What? Yeah. It was the, th- the throes of show passion. Show me how. Show me how. 
Well, um, uh, yeah, we were all, we were wrapped up tight. Yeah. And uh, I think I was trying to kiss a shoulder or something, and then I felt my own lips on my own arm. <laughs> And it haunts me to this day. Uh, she didn't notice. She might have heard the sound. Of course she didn't notice, yeah. there was no, She wasn't involved. When you hear the smooch, when you hear the smooch sound and you don't and feel, you don't feel the, the lips, kiss. not cool. That Do you want to have so sex with a guy that's just randomly going like... <laughs> Wait, what? Smoochers. <laughs> Smoochers. So well, good. That's a good name for a band, Smoochers. Smoochers. Smoochers is playing tonight at 11.30. Yeah, yeah, Come on back. All right. I picked this one for you. Let's I'm get ready. back into it. Thank you. These are the best confessions we've ever had. You brought up. <laughs> Katrina Frang sent this in. Katina. Thank you. Thank you so deeply. <laughs> USA Today, Curdy B. USAToday.com. Mm-mm-mm. That's a real one. Or website. as I call it, Usat Oday. And nobody else does. And you gotta wonder why. Mm-hmm. Balcony, how you doing? <laughs> Balcony is cool. Balcony's cool. Did you guys choose to sit up there? Yeah, because it's general admission, right? I like that. I like that. I, I once that. sat in the balcony in New York City with Kristen Shaw because she wanted to see 300 because she wanted to see the dudes with abs. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. That's so funny. True story. All right, give me this story. This is written by Andrew. Two first names, Joseph. <laughs> I edited that myself. <laughs> Australian paraglider lands and is immediately punched in the face by a kangaroo. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing the whole story is in the title. Buddy boy, are you right? <laughs> when it comes to wildlife, says Andrew, two first names, Joseph. Best in the business. Oh, he is the... I blew it. He really is that good. He deserves this. His, it's Andre? Also, this says butt on it. It says butt? It does say butt. I just noticed this says butt on it. (laughs) Pretty cool, honestly. If you're 21, you eat ass. That's what I've been told by the internet. Australian paraglider lands and immediately gets punched in the face by a kangaroo. When it comes to wildlife, danger seems to lurk around every corner in Australia. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody said it. Everybody's talking about this. There's venomous snakes, huge spiders, and coasts loaded with great white sharks. This opening sentence is like a... So prototypical. Yes, college like paper. the crazy... Yeah, it's just like, blah, 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 blah. Animals, we've all seen them. They have legs and they breathe like us. But they also do something crazy. Here's the information. Just give us the information. But you can also have to watch out for those kangaroos. <laughs> Don't let their cuteness fool you. Too long. Kangaroos can be quite mean. Australian paraglider Jonathan... Here it is. Here we go. Here's the story. Here's the story. And this is the gist. Australian paraglider Jonathan Bishop was landing... I can't pronounce any of these things... Last week, and a pair of kangaroos approached him. A pair? Bishop, oh, there's a video. It's fantastic. He, it's so good. Bishop wasn't even looking to greet the kangaroos. Really? A guy paragliding wasn't looking to talk to kangaroos. (laughs) Interesting. I don't know if that's true. 
He thought they'd be friendly. They were not. That's how you write a sentence, ladies and gentlemen. I guess pa- kangaroo- paragliding. Paragliding is where you're in a in a in a parachute, but then you have a fan attached to you. Yeah, you like run off a cliff and you do this thing for a long time, then you get bored. But and- it's like yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you realize she broke up with you for the right reason. Right. You're like, all right, let's land it. <laughs> this hobby sucks. Let's land it. Also, Kurt and I saw a, a young woman doing a thing at the airport today. Oh yes, I've never seen this before. It was. What looked like... So you guys know, like, fire twirling? So you have, like... And devil like, stick. Or, like, it's the, the fire twirling that has, like, the... It's, like, two balls of fire. What's it called? Foiling. I mean, the... F- I mean... Boying? What? You guys are yelling a nothing <laughs> word at us. B-O-I. P-O-I. Poi. It's a, it's a gibberish what are you word. Doing? Okay, poying. Poying. Oh, so sure, poying. But this was poying. I love it. But with, uh, like, almost like a Victorian, uh, like, a fan. Fan? Yeah, sure. Plastic. It, it was like a, a very intricate fan that was like this big. And, but she was just doing it at the airport. Where the lift pickup was. We were waiting for our lift. And we waited for our lift for a while. I don't think she ordered a lift. I no. think she was at the lift pickup. She was the lift. She's just doing it. In her own life. Anyway. Yeah, it was very... We were like, okay. And then she dropped one. We got in the car and we laughed. And we, it was fine. That's how it happens. Uh, he thought they'd be friendly. They were not. I guess kangaroos don't like being called Skip. Because Bishop was subsequently attacked upon landing. Bishop got punched twice in the face by the kangaroo before the pair hopped away. It is horrifying, Curdy B. Oh, wow. Quote, I had been paragliding cross-country for two hours near Canberra. Canberra? Yep. Canberra. 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 And had reached a position, Kurt's in a lot of time in Australia... Reached a position where I had to land. It was last cleared valley where I could land safety. As I did, I landed over the next ridge. There was only wilderness and trees. This guy's a poet. I was concentrating on the landing and didn't notice the kangaroos until I landed. (laughs) Huge mistake. (laughs) Guys, if you're paragliding... Look look out for kangaroos. Always. Absolutely. Even off of Mount Hood, just look for kangaroos. Honestly, (laughs) look for kangaroos. (laughs) Uh, I didn't notice kangaroos until after I landed. As it ran towards me, I thought I was being friendly, so I said to it, Hey, what's up, Skip? It then attacked me twice before <laughs> hopping away. So there you go. There it is. You know what? This is because I was talking with Scotty about this the other day. Yes, sir. On our car ride from Seattle to Vancouver. We have fun. That a pitch for him, for anyone, anyone can have this. I'm going to write it. You're going to write it? Hell yeah, dog. It's such a good idea is a horror movie yep. where a kangaroo is the enemy. Yep. Takes over a town. Muscular. Right? Have you ever seen the videos where they're standing up and just punching a window? It is fucking crazy. It's like a dog got pecs and huge arms and then stood up and looked like a, like a man. It was so confusing. Yeah, they just stand outside the window. There's the one video it's where it's like, just standing outside. It's like, shall we? <laughs> just like stirring so mad instant oatmeal I'm like no, not today boss yeah I think it should be called Rude Awakening Ooh, yeah, I love Rude Awakening. that oh I'm happy you okay, came up with that so as I tell this story mm-hmm. 
If you've heard this story before, just yell your own name. Okay. Because he says, what's up, Skipper? And then he gets punched in the face. What's up, Skip? Okay, so when I was in college, I went mm-hmm. to UMass. Mm-hmm. I had a very good friend named Jacob Jones. His nickname was Skip. I love mm-hmm. Skippy. And he, had, he was Boston. He was from New Bedford, and his friends went to Australia. New Bedford. And um, they went to Australia. Okay, there you go. Um, and I met his friends. And I talked about it on the podcast once. One of his friends would get naked and wear a World War II helmet and do push-ups at parties. And he was the one that smoked yeah. a cigarette with his penis and said, hey, Mitt Romney, I smoke cigarettes. Yeah. So that guy was there. And they... That was a story told on this podcast? Yes. That you guys are familiar with and I have never... I have no memory of? He would get naked at parties. Half the party would leave. Skip would yell, Sergeant Major, get down and give me 20, and he would start doing push-ups. It was great. Uh, it was as fun as you can have at a party. Uh-huh. Sometimes he would smoke cigarettes with his penis. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He would exhale. And he would say, hey, Mitt Romney, who is the then governor of Massachusetts, I smoke cigarettes. So I think he's on the right side. He's the funniest person ever. He's the funniest person ever. The first part, you're like, not the funniest person ever. You're what like, a bummer. Not and then cool. the second person is like, I like that guy. Yeah. It's a full act. It's, it's got full- an end. But that guy was like, we went to Australia. Mm-hmm. We were driving a rental car. We hit a kangaroo. <gasps> Sounds sad to us. Okay, I haven't heard anybody yell their own name yet. Okay. He, there were three Boston dudes. They get out. They killed this kangaroo. They put a Boston Celtics jersey on it. Uh, jacket. Satin jacket. They put sunglasses on it. And they put a cigarette in its mouth. And then the kangaroo got back up. <laughs> and hopped away. Wearing a Boston Celtics jacket, smoking a cigarette, and wearing glass. Yeah, you've heard this story. I have heard this story. So I've told this story for 20 years. Before this show, I knew I was going to do the story. I texted Skip. I was like, was that true? He goes, no, that's just some urban legend. I found out later that wasn't true. Oh. It is a very popular urban legend from like 2000s-ish. But yeah, they. But I have been going around being like, "You guys want to hear a story?" Yeah. And it's about a dead kangaroo comes back to life wearing a Celtics jersey and then just hops out, and that's why the movie Kangaroo Jack was made. Okay, right. I'm glad some of you have heard this because he was like, "No, it's an urban legend." And I looked it up. It is a huge urban legend. Oh, I love it. Not true at all. I love it. Wish it was. I know, me too. Wish it was. Me too. It does remind me, because uh, Boston and Philly, I feel like, share a, a similar bravado. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this hitchhiking robot. Um, oh, yeah. Do you guys know about this hitchhiking robot? Oh, God. So it was like, it was essentially like a bucket with arms and legs yeah, that was like yeah. Hitchbot. And he was like, pick me up. And he would, people would literally pick him up and then drop him off on the side of the road. And then another car would come and pick him up. And he made it somewhere from like, I think it was from Canada. So, you know, it sounds like a Canadian idea. And it was like, totally. made it from like Vancouver all the way to Philly. And then it was just ripped apart in Philly. Yeah, they beat the shit out of it Like it Philly. was in Philly for less than 16 hours. Yeah. And they just beat the shit out of it. They just found it broken on the side of the road. Yeah, they did. Hitchbot 3000 or whatever, poor guy. 
How much we got left, Curdy B? All right, this is the last story because we got to wrap this puppy up. And then we'll do these bad boys. But then we get to meet you guys. Yeah, then we, we hang out. You guys. We're big into hangs. Also, there's a bar next door, I think. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. must have some. Mm-hmm. All right, here it is. Houston, we have a problem. Yep. Jeff Koons is sending sculptures to the moon. That is a problem. <laughs> he doesn't even make his own stuff. Does he not? That's right. He doesn't. All right, here it is. I lived in New York. I know this stuff. This was... Uh, oh, this is interesting. This is on a website called It's Nice That. All right? And... Honestly, sure. And it doesn't say bye. It's not a byline. It says, words, Liz Gorney. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, we're torn. We're torn. They are words, but I think there's a little bit more than that. It's nice that. Okay, here it is. This year, Jeff Koons will take a step into two arenas for the first time, the metaverse and the moon. Cool. The artist has announced that he will be sending 125 miniature moon sculptures into space, each approximately one inch in diameter. Nice. Which will remain on display on the moon. Mm, Okay, I'm okay with this. Yeah, this is cool. I like this. The artwork aims to explore the imagination and technological innovation of the human race, explains the release, but whether or not that they will serve as a giant leaf for mankind remains to be seen. True. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Thank Here you, it Liz. is. Thanks for the words, Liz. Ma- marking 50 years since America's last crude trip to the moon, the sculptures will lift off from pad 39A, Kennedy Space Center, later this year and take their landing on an intuitive machine's Nova Sea lunar lander in a fully autonomous mission. The 125 miniature moon sculptures, each depicting one of the 125 unique phases of the moon. By the way, full moon tonight. And... Also, so boring. What is this sculpture? That sucks ass. Put something funny up there. I know. Right? That sucks. Everybody would look up if it was cool, but like, ah, this is funny. Look, it does a thing. It's and frowning. It's also, it's like, if you think about it, like, if the moon sent art to us, I'm right? I'm thinking about it all the time. Because it's just the 125 unique phases of the moon. And then the moon sent God. us, like, this is the earth. And it's just like, we know that. We live here. We also have better access to everything here than you do. Yes. Give us something from where you are, you asshole. Show us something new. The moon's just like, I know. Yeah, it's me. He's essentially sending 125 selfies to the moon. Yes. So dorky. The Nova Sea Lunar Lander will bring the sculptures to the moon as part of a mission carrying NASA payloads. Sure. It's called Jeff Koons Moon Faces. And so at this point, honestly, I do think this is cool. I like this idea. He's back. Uh, I'm back into it. And then, of course, he's releasing NFTs of them, and that's where he loses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fuck Jeff Koons. Jeff Koons. NFT. No fucking thanks, Jeff Koons. You're getting the ring finger, boss. NFT's not for Tommy. Nope. <laughs> but it reminded me of, because this does that, like, we have been trying to do big jokes in strange yeah. spaces for a long time. It's very true. I, you know, Sky wrote, how do I land in the sky? We've been trying to, like, do other things in that vein. We, Correct. You know, jo- Put, ju- brought a giant butt across America. Yes, we did. A, it was beautiful. Double-sided butt. 14 feet by 9 feet. It's a gorgeous butt. The love butt. And so I am jealous. Beautiful. I'm a little jealous. 
of yeah. being able to have the first like thing on the moon. And it's a bummer that it's not a joke. Like, Put a it butt. Would be so fun. Put a butt on the moon. A butt. Imagine a coon's butt in that like the that mylar kind of like metal, like bright metal butt that you could like get. I'm a laughing. Kid. I'm laughing. I'm I, laughing out loud. I would buy a telescope for my daughter to just be like, do you want to look at the butt on the moon? And she'd be like, are you kidding me? Yes, I'm going to be a fucking astronaut now, all right? There's a butt on the moon? There's a butt on the moon? Yeah, it's mooning us. That simple. It's mooning us. It's It's right there. Wouldn't you put a There's only one phase of the moon in this idea. Wouldn't you do it? So anyway, this is Charlie Vermont. The whole point of this is to say this. What I want us to do, yes, sir, is I want us to start adopting highways. Oh, okay, okay. So when you're just driving along some weird stretch of highway, it just says this highway adopted by bananas. Okay. So people who don't know the podcast will be like, what the fuck is happening? Why? Did bananas as a fruit decide to clean up this highway? I'm all in. I love this. And people who know the podcast will be like, fuck it right on. So So. I'm saying it here. If anyone has, knows of a small highway that's not expensive to keep clean... We would like to adopt it. Please get in touch and send yes, us the information. Absolutely. DM us. Yeah. Thank you so much. Guys, this so has good. been bananas. Uh, On three. One, two, two three. Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The Catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. You can listen, subscribe, and leave us reviews for Bananas on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your quality podcasts. And don't forget, you can hear every episode one week early and ad-free, plus bonus episodes, by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Bananas! Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.